Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! Another day, another bad loss. This one by the 30-some point variety. I don't even know the differential on it. It was not good. Another bad showing from the Bulls. You're hearing more trade talk. You're hearing more trade rumors. What is the value of these guys exactly? Well, we got an interesting answer Thursday, right before we started recording. We're going to dive into a few different things on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench Bob member and Tennessee Vol, CJ Watson. CJ, it doesn't get much uglier than what we saw earlier this week, and I think it's going to get worse. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I text you uh, to, to watch the game, and I'm sorry that I did that. You know, I didn't want to <laughs> make your night even worse, but, you know, it's definitely time to blow it up and just, you know, just trying to move on and get ready to prepare for the future with the Bulls. Hey, man, there was nothing on anyway after the game I had to cover. <laughs> so I, I threw it on the iPad because they it's that point in the year they're getting the iPad treatment when I work, right. which is my secondary screen. I turned it on and saw the score, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's not great. Not going to get better. Oh, and by the way, we heard from our tourists this week, very briefly, but we heard from our tourists, and I'm going to tell you what he had to say after I tell you about our great sponsor, betonline.ag. Holiday season is often rolling. I got to break out the Christmas sweater soon. The NFL is in full stride. The NBA and NHL are in mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering information. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. BetOnline is information available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. By the way, this weekend, conference championships around college football. It's going to get really fun here. You're getting into bowl season. You can bet on all of it at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the Bet Online website today and remember use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's B L E A V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Also, we have an official t shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support the list of shows on the network. The official shirt for our program, though, Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link's in my social media bios. No other way to put it right now with the Bulls. It's been brutal. Absolutely brutal stretch here. 124 to 97. At one point, it was a 32-point game. Now, that score differential was as big as it was because the Celtics had to win by 23 for the in-season tournament. I, I don't know how I feel about the in-season tournament rules and everything, but what my, that wasn't my big takeaway. My big takeaway was this team, the effort's just not there. And just like with the fan base, I think you're starting to see some apathy set in. Yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, I, I really don't look too much into the, the in-season tournament and all the play, uh, the point differential. I feel like if, if the team beats you down, they're going to beat you down regardless. If you let them beat you down, then that's on you. <laughs> uh, but like you said, the effort is not there. The energy is not there. Um, things we've been saying the whole season, you know, chemistry is not there. So 
Uh, definitely, I think everyone's hearing the trade rumors. Everyone's uh, probably want to get traded or telling their agents, you know, get me out of here. Let me be the first one out. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's showing on the court and it doesn't look good. The problem is there, Bobby Marks pointed this out at ESPN. The combined trades in November and December the last two years, zero. So nobody's going anywhere anytime soon. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. The fans, the fans want change now. It's not going to happen now. And we're gonna. There's a little bit. Of, there's a reason why I, I want to get to this first because the record is now five and fourteen. I'm just gonna ask straight out. Are we past the point of no return here. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been past that point. I think a couple games ago. <laughs> I mean, that, it's like, like officially, to, officially <laughs> now past the point of no return. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely official. You can put an exclamation mark on it now, but definitely for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, because Zach was asked if the season was salvageable, and he said you just got to go out and play and some answer. He didn't really answer the question. So that, that to me says enough when you're supposedly your number one guy isn't saying, no, we still got time. Like that, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that, that locker room is pretty much tarnished right now. Like I said, everyone – Put everyone on the cell block. Everyone has to go. Uh, just see what you can get from for the highest value from every player. And uh, like I said, just move on from there. And Arturis spoke this week, as I said. Uh, this is courtesy of Joe Cowley at the Sun-Times. Brief statement. When ta- briefly spoke with beat reporters. Quote, we see what everyone is seeing and are just as frustrated. We're disappointed, but I'm not running from it. It's my responsibility. Cool. I mean, (laughs) he talked. That's a that's a big deal. Having the vice president of basketball ops talk in season that tells you, okay, they understand how bad it is. But now the next step is acting on it. Yeah, I think they at least he's taking ownership of it, you know. And like I said, uh, hopefully he'll try to you know right this ship wrong and uh, or right this ship right, this wrong ship right, whatever the the saying is. (laughs) It's been that kind (laughs) of year. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's, it's all downhill after here. Like I said, all he can do is just try to remake this roster. Uh, get like I said, get the most value out of each player, and uh, hopefully, you know, give something, uh, give Coach Donovan a better roster this time around. So Zach Levine feels like the big trade chip ever since he he didn't request a trade, but both sides are open to a trade. And I, I mean, we said at the time that feels like a a trade request without saying the words trade request. And this is from Casey Johnson at NBC Sports Chicago. Trading Levine is the main organizational focal point for now. In fact, league sources said that at least for now, Arturis Karnaschovas is responding to inquiries on other players by saying he wants to see what the roster looks like post Levine trade first. <laughs> We're not doing this, right? Yeah, hey. <laughs> We're not doing this. Like every you, you everybody's got to go. Everybody's at least got to be yeah. put on the block, and you've got to listen. Don't don't give me this. This is this feels like a leverage play to maybe see who gets who creates more value. Right. in a way but on the surface give me a break yeah i don't really i don't really buy it like you said um i mean it'd be different if zach bought you to or got you to like a couple couple years of playoffs and then you can talk about the post zach era but he really didn't give you anything to be like a uh you know say hey we gotta re- see what this like is like without without zach so uh, everyone has to go just like you said i again it feels like a gm speak you heard a coach speak it feels right. like GM speak, like, oh, we're going to get rid of our number one guy first. I suppose it's number one guy and <laughs> see where we go from there. I, he's not even your biggest trade chip. I think that's the funniest part about this. Like, you want right. to see what it looks like post Caruso if you're going to pick a player. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's why it's probably going to take so long because, you know, everyone else sees that Zach isn't that superstar that everyone thought he was also. So that's why I don't think his trade value is going to be that high. They'll definitely get something back, but not as much as you'll probably get back, like you said, from Alex Caruso or maybe even uh, DeMar or throw Drummond in there or, you know, probably throw Lonzo in there also with his expiring contract. So you never know. Yeah, the Lonzo situation is an interesting one when we talk about trades because that's, he's got a lot of money, oh, but he hasn't played and he'll, he wouldn't have played in – two years in January, so two and a half years by the time the offseason comes around. Like, that's a complicated thing. But as I said, don't expect any moves anytime soon. 88% of the league can be traded December 15th. That's according to Bobby Marks. 94% is that number on January 15th. So you could feasibly be looking at, I know this is exactly what Bulls fans hmm. want to hear. You could be looking at about two more months of this. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's All brutal. Well. All well. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Bacon. Merry Animal Christmas. House. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You get to watch some really, really bad basketball right, the next yeah. month. Like, and an interesting exercise today. I, I, I sent you, I planned out the show, and I well, I opened X, Twitter, whatever we're calling it now. Yeah. And I saw Keith Smith at Spot Track put together like some mock trades. To kind of like, okay, what are the what are these guys' values? Because I mean, he there are five trades in here, in this entire story, and he even notes no GMs making five trades. Like I would be shocked. Like we say, trade everybody. They're yeah. not gonna trade everybody. Like I it would be floored if Arturis just wiped the slate clean because this is his roster now. The last time you wiped the slate clean, it was Gar Pax's roster. This is his and Mark right. Eversley's roster. He's not gonna want to wipe this clean, right? I mean, no, no, you have to. I mean, you got to, you know, uh, vessel to your mistakes oh, you and, 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 do, and do better. <laughs> so oh, I know you got to wipe everything clean. <laughs> I know you have to. It's a matter of will he. Because, again, I mean, that's, that's an indictment on yourself then. If you're like, yeah, I messed up with the entire roster. Like, I mean, I would be yeah. – I, I think it should happen. I'd be surprised if it did, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so too. Like I said, I think definitely Zach is probably gone. You know, DeMar – uh, maybe even Alex Caruso, but uh, besides that, um, I think maybe some other players stay, but I definitely think he makes at least three or four trades. So I don't know about five or clearing the whole roster, but like I said, I think definitely at least three or four has to, has to be done just to revamp this roster. I'd agree with that. And one in here, so I'm not going to list all five because I mean, the article is really good. It's over at spot track. This one jumped out to me. This is the one I screenshotted and sent to you. It's a three team trade. The Bulls receive Benedict Matherin, Jordan, I'm going to butcher this, and Wara, Jalen Smith, Marcus Morris, a first-round pick from Indiana, and a first-round pick from Philly. The Pacers would receive Zach Levine, Torrey Craig, who's on a vet minimum, by the way, and Mo Bamba, who's also on a vet minimum. The Sixers would then get Buddy Heald and Andre Drummond. I would really like something like that. If you were able to find a way to get two firsts for Zach, Tory Craig and Andre Drummond. I think that's a huge win. Yeah, I think you do that right now <laughs> if you could. <laughs> uh, I like uh, I, mean, you, I like yeah. Matherin. I like Matherin a lot. He's a exciting young player. Um, uh, never know what his future could be. Um, but like I said, and Jalen Smith also athletic guy on the wing. So I definitely think that's a great trade. Um, and like I said, if they can do that right now, I wish they could. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. If you can do, it. and the the thing is with that. I feel like it makes sense for all parties involved. Like, and this yeah. is not just me being like a Bulls homer, get Zach out of here. Like, this is a, okay, if I'm the Pacers and I'm taking on Tory Craig, there's your veteran, your grit. 
Zach's going to be your proven shooter. He's going to fit in well with that roster they've got. Yet you give up Buddy Heald, but you bring in Zach. And if I had to, if you had to choose between Buddy Heald and Zach, I don't know if I want to play this game, but <laughs> with, with the way that roster is in Indiana, I think they go for that. And I think Philly getting Buddy Heald would be huge because they, they want someone like that mold, a Zach or, or a Buddy yeah. Heald. So I think yeah. the Bulls, you, you, if anything with two firsts, I don't care what else you throw in. I'm taking two firsts. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's, re- it's realistic. That's what I like about it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think you definitely take that. And like you said, for, for trades, for me, I think uh, the trade always, if it works out on both both ends or this this case, you know, all three teams, everybody wins. I think that's a plus for everybody. Everybody wants to do it. So like you said, everyone wins in the, in the trade value. Uh, everyone wins. They think they definitely will probably do it. Yeah, like picture picture Zach and Indiana. And I know Indiana's like it. They're kind of sneaky. It feels like they're close. I mean, they've kind of been yeah. up and down. They're nine and seven right now. But I mean, you put Zach alongside Halliburton. That's fun. That'd be really yeah. fun. Anytime you put Zach around a, a pass first point guard, I think it's definitely going to work yeah. out. Definitely in his favor. It's going to make him look a lot better. He doesn't. He doesn't have to force so many shots. You know, he can just you know play through the offense. And uh, just play his game, which is, you know, shooting, you know, driving to the basket and get down in transition. So I definitely think playing with a pure a pass first point guard uh, makes him that much better. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the fact that you said Zach pairing with a pass first point guard would be fun. Would that have been fun <laughs> the last two years? Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> Injuries, you go, man, go listen to what I said the other day. I'm not repeating it. I'm not going through that again. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, looking at looking at this roster, you'd be giving up if you're Indiana. Be giving up Matherin, which is that's big production. Be giving up Buddy Heald, that's some of your bench production. But it, you bring in Zach, you bring in Tory Craig. Tory Craig is not going to score for you, but he's going to play really good defense. Would yeah. also open up some roles for guys like Aaron Nesmith, maybe to step in and score. Maybe an Andrew Nembhard can step yeah. up one of those younger guys like that. So if you're if you're Indiana, I don't see a problem with that. And I and again with Philly, the big piece there is Buddy Heald. The fact that yeah. if you can if you can get a guy like Buddy Heald, someone. The, the reason they've been rumored with Zach is because of the shooting. That's what Buddy Hill brings you. So that one's not even a question. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And I think that's why you trade guys also. You know, you see guys that, that are younger that are coming up, that have developed, and uh, you see that they might, you know, can take on a bigger role. And uh, the guy might be in front of them, you know, wants a, wants a bigger role also. So you get them to a better team. So I think, it'll, like I say, as long as all the trades work and everyone wins, uh, it's, it's a win-win across the board. No, I agree. And there's there was one more I was going to point out in here. Uh, this is trade four in Keith Smith's trade proposals, the mock proposals. Bulls and the Pelicans. And no, if you're wanting to know, this is not for Zion. I'm <laughs> tired. I'm tired of the Zion rumors. I'm not even going to lie to you. This involves Alex Caruso, though. It'd be Alex Caruso going to the Pelicans just on his own. The Bulls would get Dyson Daniels, Kira Lewis Jr., and a first via Milwaukee. By the way, counting all these trades in here, there are five draft picks. <laughs> like, that's what type of proposals we're looking at here. But I think that one, if you get two, one solid player, a role player, and a first for Caruso, New Orleans is in win now mode. Why not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Why not? Like I said, everyone is on a trading block. You see what you can get for them. Definitely, you can get some picks and get back some young talent also that uh, that that's still developing, still getting better, and can help your team. Um, like I said, it's a it's a no brainer in my sense. You put everybody on the board and see what you can get back for them, and hopefully, you know, you you jump the gun and, and make a make a choice. I think the good thing about this exercise too is it's kind of we've we've wondered 
what value can you get? What kind right. of trade value can you get for these guys? This is a really good illustration. And go read the full article. There's three more proposals that we didn't throw in here. Like, it shows you what the sense is around the league that these guys could get. But, you know, AK wants to see what it looks like post-Levine first. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. You listen on everybody. You go from there. Stockpile draft capital. I mean, we brought up Sam Presti. Was it last show, the show before? Stockpile the draft capital and go from there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of these, you know, trade rumors out there, you know, probably – uh, just kind of just make believe and people are just putting stuff in the air. But this one, this one is like, a, I feel like it's really legit. Spot track does a, yeah. a really good job of, of doing it and they really match up, you know, uh, every team, every, every option out there and, and make it seem viable. Like I said, a win-win for, for each team. Yeah. If this was anyone else, I don't think I'd have done this, but it was spot right. track. like, I'm gonna, I just want to know what the value is. Like I, right. do I, do I expect Benedict Mathurin to be in a Bulls uniform in four months? Not necessarily. I'm more looking at what kind of draft capital you can get back. Cause that's, that's the right. point. That's at the point I'm at. Like don't build this thing through a free agency and only free agency. Yeah. Team we might talk about in a second, the Orlando magic, they built through the draft. You're welcome. By the way, you, they can <laughs> thank our terrorist car Chauvis for that, right. but they built through the draft. Yes. They had the part with Vooch, whether you, the, the bulls lost that trade. Fine. The magic did it smart. And now you're seeing it pay off. I think you need to take that development track and build through the draft. Yeah, definitely for sure. I think all great teams, you know, build through the draft. Like you say, Golden State Warriors, the Magic. Uh, yeah. you definitely, you never, you never know what you're going to get, but you, you try to draft, draft smart, draft wise, and draft to your needs. And hopefully, you'll you'll get a you know superstar or a franchise player out of, out of a couple of those guys, and and uh, maybe some role players too that that can be help your team. The calendar has flipped to December, by the way. So you know what that means? <laughs> mock draft season, baby. We're getting close to mock draft season. ESPN dropped a mock draft on Thursday. Like that's already. Sheesh, yeah, that's fast. we already got a mock draft. <laughs> out. Jonathan Gavilla, he put out his top twenty-five players. He's got a mock draft. Oh, they got the bull. This is projection. Obviously, you got to account for the lottery. But if you're using the odds, I think the Bulls would be like the sixth pick right now. Taking Donovan Klingon out of UConn. Like you can start. If you're fed up with this season, I don't blame you because I am too. Go watch some college hoops. Learn some of these guys. And obviously you've got – there's also, believe it or not, there's talk of a French kid that could go number one. Uh, That'd be two years in a row. Go watch USC, Isaiah Collier. Go watch Baylor, Jacoby Walter. Go watch UConn. Go watch Kentucky, which, by the way, Reed Shepard at Kentucky, remember that name. Put a pin in that name for now. That's that's going to be fun. That is a fun, young team at Kentucky right now. And I know I work with four people who went to Kentucky at on three – and I know this clip's going to come back and bite me one day. But that is a really fun team that they got down in Lexington with some good young players. So go watch some college hoops and go watch, like, if you can find a way to watch, go watch the G League Ignite. If you want to watch international basketball, I more power to you. You're more dedicated than I am to this. But either way, go watch some college hoops if you want to learn some of these guys' names because we're we're not talking playoffs. We're talking yeah, 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 definitely. It's that time of the year, you know. Unfortunately, we get down to talk about the draft and – and free agency and stuff like that. So definitely that's the only thing we can get hype for right now because we can't get hype for, you know, for seeing some good basketball, I guess. <laughs> I don't even want to think about free agency yet. I want to think about the draft. Give me Isaiah Collier. Okay. Give me right. give me Ron Holland if it works out. I think his stock's kind of dropping a little bit. It was He was like the consensus number one, like I kid you not, a month ago. And now it seems like Isaiah Collier's stock's on the rise and a, a, another another kid from France. <laughs> but yeah. Like start, start watching some college hoops. You don't have to wait till March to get into college hoops. You can jump on that bandwagon. 
Unless, well, I was going to avoid mentioning the Tennessee game, but. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's all right. We'll take a losses it, now, but said in, in, hey, ter- good, in the tournament. Good second half. It was a good second yeah, half. I like the Kai yeah, Ziegler. Dal- yeah, Dalton's playing great, man. He's a he's a yeah. bona fide bucket. He's a. You ever hope he's okay? He I don't know what he. Yeah, hope that ankle. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think he sprained his ankle, but hopefully, like I said, hopefully he's yeah. fine. But he's a he's a he's a PTP or as Dick Dick Vitale would say. <laughs> yes, and also we've been complaining about the Bulls' defense. You got Julian Phillips on the roster, which we'll see how that yeah. role changes as the year goes on. I'd be fine taking a kid from Tennessee again. You can never go wrong with Tennessee balls in the end. Yeah, you never, you never can, man. We're we're a great group of guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm I'm a Rick Barnes fan. Even if the offense isn't, you know, great, great defense is going to get you a long way. And that's what the Bulls are like trying to do. But the problem is when the effort's not there, the defense isn't going to be there, and you get conversations right. like the one we're having right now on December first. Right about about you know NCA. It's not even not even time yet. <laughs> no, like we're still people are still in football mode. I'm 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 getting into basketball like college hoops already. Like you know conference championships are kind of in that in between with work yeah. with with college football ending, college basketball getting in full swing. Like I'm I'm fine watching for the draft at this point. Like that's going to be different because last year we were hoping for the playoffs. Oops. Yeah, yeah, that didn't that didn't happen either. So like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to college hoops this season. And uh, watching some some kids I didn't know, and you know, see, seeing some new talent. You know, I came up on my Facebook memories today. A year ago today, we uh, dropped our show, so we recorded a year ago yesterday, and we talked about how it's not time to talk about tanking yet because it was so early in the season. <laughs> Funny how much changes yeah. in a year like this. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. You know, it's, you never you never think of it, but you know, it's uh, like you said, it's just it's just crazy. Time flies. <laughs> Time really does fly, and man, I wish we had more optimism about this roster. But, you know, let's shift gears here. I do want to talk about the Magic, because we kind of have mentioned them here. 13-5, and five, it's, it sucks to say, because the Vooch trade was so lopsided looking back on it. That's one of my favorite teams to watch. Yeah, yeah, mine too. They're definitely young. They're athletic. Uh, they get out and play and get out and run. Uh, they hang their hat on defense, which I love. I think that's the, the biggest thing for them. Uh, like I said, they, they're getting down and defending people, uh, shutting people down. Has a big win so far. Uh, so, like I said, they're they're definitely a team to look out for for the rest of the season. And if Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs keep doing what they're doing with the celebrations and they reenacted LeBron and D yeah. Wade last night, like, <laughs> that's the thing. They're not just good; they're fun. Like they're young, yeah. they're fun, they're full of energy. Like this, it's a good younger. I'm going to continue. I, I, how long is too long on my Paolo Boncaro victory lap? Everyone told me they should have taken uh, Jabari Smith, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. "You take Paolo." I was yeah. right. I'm taking. I don't, I, how long? I don't know how long is too long. But. No, you you keep you keep bragging about it for forever until he's a you know in the Hall of Fame one day. So I definitely think you definitely they definitely made the right pick. Yeah, um, and like I said, he's, he's Jabari Smith, man. No, Paolo special. Yeah, he's definitely special, man. And like I said, they they need him in that core to be special because uh, he makes that whole team go. Everyone, everyone else around him just just plays their role. And Bonds uh, Wagner is great. You know, Coach Jamal is out there. You know, like I said, just making that young team just play with a lot of pride and a lot of energy. I think the thing that stands out here. So we talk about Cole Anthony being like this exciting player with him and Suggs and everything like that. Do you know how many games he started this year? Zero. Not one. He's yeah. come off the bench. I like I it. that. Yeah. Everyone has to know their. Yeah, everyone has to know their role, man. Everyone has to play a role and sacrifice for the team. And like I said, he's doing it and he's, you know, he's thriving at his role. And I think that's the, the best thing apart about, you know, teams. You know, everyone has to sacrifice at some point and for the betterment of the team. Yeah, absolutely. 15.6 points off the bench. That's 
you're talking, I mean, it's super early, but if that keeps up, you're talking six man of the year. Yeah, like, yeah you, sure. This, this team is full of just that special young talent. And Cole Anthony, obviously out of North Carolina, number 15 overall pick in 2020. So if you're going back through that 2020 draft, Bulls took Patrick Williams at four. Now, Cole Anthony was not going to be number four overall pick. And I know this is going to come up throughout the year. I want to get in front of this. I don't want to hear that. Oh, the Bulls passed on Cole Anthony. He was not going to be a top five pick that year. He has developed really well in Orlando. And that's what some teams, maybe like a certain team in Chicago, should learn from. Yeah, I think so too. Like I said, you just got to draft uh, your best choice. I guess, you know, Patrick Williams was, uh, was the best choice uh, in that draft, you know. But uh, hopefully he can still get better and continue to develop and, and uh, pan out. But like I said, the Magic are playing great. Cole Anthony's playing great. And I'm sure his dad's um, very proud of him. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, <laughs> 15, 20, 26 minutes a game is averaging 15.6 points. That's, yeah, that's that's really good. I don't care if you're starting or coming off the bench. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's, that's, that's using your minutes and playing productively. Definitely. Make the most of the minutes. Absolutely. Yep. And, you know... Uh, Going back to Patrick Williams here before we wrap up. I think he's one of those, I mentioned it the other day, I just want to say it again. There are no untouchables with this Bulls roster. I think everybody, uh, I'm talking from Zach on down to Io. If, if you can hear offers on Julian Phillips, fine. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what that's what I mean when I say everybody should be like in these conversations. Right. If there's some guys you want to hold on to, obviously Julian Phillips, Dale and Terry, the, the young guys that you just drafted, like don't get rid of them yet. If you can keep Io, great. And I still think maybe I've got the rose-colored glasses on. These are blue light, but maybe they're rose-colored. Patrick Williams, if you could hold on to him, see what you can do in the second half, I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I feel like you gave him, you know, three, four good years to try and see what he would pan out to be uh, if he shows any signs. But haven't shown a lot of great signs so far. But like I said, I, I would, personally, I would keep personally would be either Io or Kobe White. I like both of those guys. They, you can bring them both off the bench. Kobe brings you a different dynamic with the shooting and defense. And uh, Io is uh, still developing, like I, like I said. And um, like his, his defense is really good, I think. Kobe White sticking around. That's interesting. I feel like he could be one of those sneaky trade chips, even after the, because he's got the contract now. He'd be under team control. So that's an right, interesting yeah. Yeah, could be like I said. Uh, that's just my my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I trust your opinion more than more than mine for sure. You played. No. Like, hey, I'm sitting here talking <laughs> to a microphone, and well, I'm, I'm watching on TV, man. I've you you, your gut instinct is better than mine. And I just going back to Patrick Williams. I guess the the only thing I'll push back on is if you if you trade Zach, if you trade Demar, you're getting rid of your two ball dominant guys. I feel like that would give yeah. him a chance to step up. He has stepped up in games and with like the last game of the year, we'll say for argument's sake. None right. of the ball, none of the big guys play. Patrick Williams steps up. He fills the stat sheet. If he can yeah. put the ball in his hands and keep it in his hands and have him be not necessarily number one guy, but like your number two or number three option out there. Yeah. I could <clears throat> see him maybe taking the leap we were hoping, but it also goes back to the business side. Is it too little too late? That's going to be a future conversation. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. It's also my, my thing is also, I just want to see him have that same mentality, you know, when those guys are playing. So it could, it could take I, I pressure. 100% agree. It, it could take pressure off those guys, you know, and free things up for you. And like I said, it still shows front office and, you know, and fans that you're you're capable of, of what we expected from you. So uh, obviously it's high expectations across the board and everyone's not going to reach those expectations, but just give me some glimpses here and there. That's all I asked. <laughs> this is what the next month, two months is going to be like, man. It's yeah. just going to be all about, okay, who's doing what? 
All What's right. stock looking like? And we're gonna because we're gonna. I'm, I think we're gonna do more of those stock report type of deals. Like mm. see what people are saying. I'm spot track. Great resource for this stuff. Like right. any, anyone like that. Like I think we're gonna do a little bit more of that just because I, I'm tired of talking about thirty point games. Yeah, it's not. I, it's I, not I, fun. <laughs> no, like, and we'll like. That's why, I like, a little distraction is talk about the magic, which is also a double edged sword considering the Vooch trade. But, like, we'll we're gonna go around the go around the league more, more stock reports, any more nonsense that comes along because it's been probably two days since this team's last nonsense. We're due. We'll have it covered. <laughs> I feel like in the right. office, I need that. I need the I need the chalkboard where it's been zero days since our last nonsense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I need. I have a. I got a whiteboard on the other side here. Maybe I'll keep that here and just kind of keep that there and just hold it up every show. <laughs> that kind of year. That kind of year. Yeah. It's been a long year, but it's, just, it's not even halfway halfway through it yet. So we'll see what, you know, what's We're not even 20 games into it yet. <laughs> yeah, not even close. <laughs> no, we're not even a quarter of the way through yet. Oh, it's fun. Everything's fine. At least we have the Bears to know. The Bears have no hope for us. The Blackhawks, no, they're bad too. The Cubs and Sox, no, they're in the offseason. The Sky, no, they're in the offseason too. We're on the Loyola Ramblers. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> don't bad. Right. Sucks. Uh, college football conference championships this weekend. It's fine. It's not it's good fine. being a Chicago fan right now. There's hope, though. There's hope. <sighs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope there's hope. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. <laughs> but all right, let, let's go ahead and wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls. You're on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Plenty of stuff to bet on. If you want to bet against the Bulls, more power to you. And I, I wouldn't blame you one bit after that showing against Boston. Again, the end season tournament rules. We didn't talk about that much, but I don't know. And also, don't forget to buy our shirt. Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, we've got plenty more to figure out what to talk about the next few weeks. But, yeah. hey, tough stretch coming up here. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But hopefully, you know, that they can win some games, you know, just play some decent, you know, hard, hard, hard-nosed hard basketball out there. I just want a win. I want a win because now this is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses in nine games. Just uh, it's not win. looking too good. Yeah. Just get a win. Oh, by the way, you got to go to Milwaukee. Or, I'm sorry, you got Milwaukee coming to town. Then you got New Orleans. Then you got Charlotte. And then San Antonio. Then Milwaukee. Maybe they can win the and, Charlotte one. <laughs> I hope so. Just win one. I don't care. Win it. Just win yeah. one. <laughs> so, Just win the ones you're supposed to win. <laughs> oh, hopefully, we'll talk about a win again next week. So, again, that's going to wrap up today's show. Uh, Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag. We'll see everybody back here next week. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. If you want to enjoy the Bulls basketball, feel free. Right. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.